A host of books have been written with a thesis that baseball reached its zenith in New York in the 1950s. It is sometimes said that golden ages exist in the memory of the teller, but, if nothing else, 1950s New York baseball is certainly the game's most celebrated historical era. Ironically, as wonderful as it was supposed to be, it ended when two-thirds of its participants abandoned the city. This abandonment of New York was the second major change to come baseball's way in the post-war era. The first was the breaking of the color line by the Brooklyn Dodgers, an event that adds some genuine heft to the Golden Age argument. Those two bookends, coming a decade apart, were the first steps in a long line of changes that have shaped the game as we see it today. When this project began, all we knew was that we wanted to tell the story of baseball over the past half-century in the words of the people who were there. The players, the managers, the coaches, and the members of the media covering the games. As we began our interviews with a couple of topics in mind, certain themes began to develop. As much as anything else, it became apparent that baseball has matured in the last 50 years in ways that it did not in the previous 50. Consider this. From the beginning of the 20th century through the end of World War II, baseball on the field went through various eras. Dead ball live ball, and wartime deprivations. But the game itself and the way it was conducted off the field stayed largely, if not entirely, the same. Eight teams made up of white men in two leagues, and ten cities played 154 games each year, the winners in each league meeting in the World Series. After the war, this regimentation slowly began to unravel. The profound impact of integrating the big leagues has been written about eloquently and often, to the point where no reasonable baseball fan can argue that there was ever any golden age of the game that didn't include players of color. As far as we're concerned, the first step toward the creation of Major League Baseball as we know it started when Jackie Robinson walked on the field. It's safe to say that the national expansion of the game really began with the westward moves of the Dodgers and Giants. No more Major League teams were added until 1961, but in 58, for the first time, there was baseball from coast to coast, instead of just baseball as far west as Kansas City. It can be argued that expansion comes in two forms, the expansion of movement and the expansion of numbers. Baseball finally began to experience the first in 1953, when the Boston Braves relocated to Milwaukee, the first of three such moves that saw a two-team city lose one of its clubs. Within two years, the St. Louis Browns would move to Baltimore, and the Philadelphia Athletics would jump to Kansas. The relocation of the Dodgers and Giants, however, truly broadened the game's reach in a way that moving to places like Milwaukee, Baltimore, and Kansas City could not. From 1958 through 2008, the changes have come for baseball in many different forms. Some have come swiftly, and some gradually. Some by fiat, some by reaching a tipping point. Some because they were forced by prevailing cultural norms, and some because it was time for the game to catch up with the rest of society. If we wrote about everything that has happened in that time frame, you'd be looking at a three or four volume set, a baseball answer to Donald Kagan's history of the Peloponnesian War. We therefore decided to limit our topics in a couple of different ways. For one, we decided to leave out detailed discussions of the topics mentioned previously figuring that they've been covered extensively elsewhere and predate our timeline. Second, we set aside, at least for now, the discussion of the game on the field. 
This book will not cover topics such as why pitchers don't throw nine innings anymore, or the change in the way relievers are used, or improvements in equipment, or the various things that players may be doing to themselves in order to improve their performance on the field. Instead, we wanted to focus on the external changes that have shaped the game we know and love. Some of the chapters are very direct discussions of the changes themselves. Others use a key event as a lens with which to view change. We look at the physical expansion of the number of teams by discussing the 1962 Mets, the most famous last-place team of all time. Our chapter on the Latino players coming into baseball in the 1950s tells a story of great perseverance that has taken the game to new heights.